Welcome to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jordan, and on my left is my co-host, Spencer. How's everything going? Oh, man. This was one of the crazier episodes uh, that we've seen so far. But, uh, yeah, it's going well. Very well. Yeah. Episode, a key term in like a glossary of mental you know (laughs) right relates right yeah yeah yeah. so we are going to be uh discussing episode three and episode four of moon knight and it has been a pretty wild ride uh episode four definitely left us on an adventure (laughs) um Mm. that has left to be explored and it's really kind of exciting time to be involved in this uh podcast space and I just can't wait to see where we go with this. To be honest, when I was watching the first part of episode four, I was like, hmm, episode three was a little bit slow. We got some story on their way to Egypt. And then episode four, I'm like, okay, where are we going here? You know, we're working our way towards what are we, what are we going to talk about? And then, you know, it got really exciting. And then we're left with this massive, you can't even call it a cliffhanger, just a uh, direction change. Yeah, yeah, direction. And and I think last time that we did this, we were talking about episode one and two, and I was, like, telling you about... And, I, and, and before this, even, too, like, before Moon Knight had even, like, started, you know, I was telling you about, like, the Insane Asylum and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I wish they'd do something like this. And bang, here we are. And that was just such a weird out of left field moment. Um, episode three was really good too, though. I liked, I liked episode three. It was slower paced, uh, but we did get some really, really, really cool scenes in there as well. And I think that so far Moon Knight has kind of been one of those weird, like outliers, uh, as far as this, like TV shows go, because there really isn't like a, moment where you can just kind of like pause and kind of chill like there's (laughs) no too much it's coming at you from all angles man in in different ways and there's you know i think in episode three we got the uh new characters that were introduced to us in the show that were probably only going to be in that one episode but Mm -hmm. we'll see um and then other avatars like my goodness man I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> uh, yeah, and to be honest, there, there's some pros and cons with this because you can't pause um, and reflect. Apparently, you can reverse the sky, though. Yeah, which right. Which did, which gave us one of the coolest scenes of the episode, and the graphics were great, and it just looked really uh, exciting. But, I mean, it's been... I mean, this should be like a 12-episode series because yeah. there's so much information um, that it's almost unfortunate that they were... Um, tied down to the six episode uh series because it, it is a little bit hard to follow exactly what's all going on because they can't get in too many de- details on some of these things that are just like being introduced to us and then they kind of have to move on to the next thing so that has been not a, di- a disappointment but it's just something that's definitely noted that i hope maybe they can expand on in the future if we do get maybe a season two or or something you know a movie in the future where we get to maybe go back a little bit and find out what all was going on between the gods and, you know, these characters that were kind of meeting and then all of a sudden they're like cast aside. Uh, but this, this episode, this latest one 
really kind of shot us into uh, something that we're not used to seeing as much in these series because usually we get like a big, exciting twist and turn at episode five. Yeah, and episode it five. came a little bit early this time, basically telling us, okay, you've gotten the first like half of this story and here's the next half. So initial thoughts, where do you think they're going not necessarily just with the storyline but where have we been like what has is this all like do you mental? think is right. it all a flashback is it present like <laughs> who's who what's what why is there an alligator on my screen at the end of the <laughs> i um <laughs> I, th- crocodile, I, <laughs> I think uh i think where we're at is like a sort of um purgatory type state for the character mark uh, Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that the, I, I would say that the, the scenes where he's in the insane asylum and stuff like that, I don't think those are, uh, real. I think that's actually, okay. That's an I think that where we're at right now is, is where we should be or, or where, where we were at before is where we should be, is what I'm saying. Do you think he's still laying down in the... In the puddle? Cabin? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Uh, but it, once again, though, like this, the way that this series has gone, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not, if that he's actually in the insane asylum. Right. And that this all was some kind of weird thing. But he's still an avatar of Kanchu. Right, right. So, like, he's still acting Do you think- on like trying to free Kanshu from where he's at and right. then becoming Moon Knight again and stuff like that. And so I think that it's, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. Like it, yeah. we're, it, it's so crazy and so out of the left field. But I, I think that personally, I feel like he's still in the tomb. Yeah. I mean, I get those vibes as well. Um, to be honest, I'm, I don't know what I want from this, but like when I I searched a little bit after this episode, because like how can you not just <laughs> just to see kind of where this comes from, and you know people love this storyline in the comics, mm-hmm. um, but I saw a lot of concern about like okay, there's two episodes left, and this is like a huge storyline. Yeah, we've seen them bring in different things from comics where you go, oh my gosh, are they going with this storyline? And you're just like, oh no, they just took an idea. Yeah. From the comic, like, specifically, like with Loki when he goes to, um, oh God, I don't even remember what it was called. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know what you're talking sort of about. The end of the world yeah. scenario. Yeah. And you get like the croc Loki and the kid Loki, and you're like, oh, where could this go? And it's like, oh, they're just yeah. people yeah. that passed by in the story. And I think we may be closer to that because it's just, it, I don't know, it's really hard to see where, where they could go with this storyline to wrap everything up in two episodes. So yeah, I do wonder if this fifth episode is going to be kind of a, he's in, I guess this is my soft prediction. He is still in that tomb, but he's also not, he, he's like metaphysically present in this world that is created by somebody in his brain. And he is going to have to like figure out how to escape this giant maze that he's in in his head to summon himself back to his human body if that makes sense yeah yeah um and i think to take it a little further like 
I, I'm really glad that they brought in the uh, like where you had that idea of like, oh my gosh, are they like twins? Like, are they like Dude, actual people? I was like, who is in that sarcophagus? You know, like it, you know, and and and. And what I mean by that is like, you know, the scene where like Steven is like an actual person and they like hug each other and it's, it's like, crazy. wait, what? Like that, but there's part of you that goes, that can't be real. Right. Yeah. But then there's part of you that's like, well, who knows? No. Yeah. Uh, this it, is Marvel. Well, <laughs> you know? what I think they're doing there is like this. It's like a thematic thing. It's more more than it is actual. Because um, like a lot of times with people with like a. Let's take like mental illness for example, like like depression or anxiety or something like that. Like internally people that generally kind of struggle with that, sometimes it's like you have like another voice in your head, right? That's like not giving you any kind of affirmation. That's cutting you down, like kind of telling you negative like uh keeping like the wheels of negativity kind of spinning. You can almost visualize that, though, as, like, another person, like another you in the same room with you. So I think that's kind of what they're doing here. And mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, like, dissecting these characters, dissecting, like, his inner monologue and displaying it for you. So I think that that's really cool. But, yeah, it, it's not – I don't think it's a – they're two separate people. I think that it's just – where he's at right now he's obviously been shot so it's obviously too like a fracture and like maybe it's just this is some weird way of his brain kind of collectively coming together with both identities right so let's not forget that loki could have an impact on all these series in a way and kang the conqueror looms um, oh, so you're so, saying maybe like he gets shot like right when the multiverse explodes or I, something? I don't know. I'm just saying like we <laughs> can't crazy. rule anything out um, with Loki playing a part in all these things moving forward. Because really, yeah, like we're kind of playing by the rules of the MCU we've known so far. But with Loki and all the divisions that have been created, we see how how fragile the uh, multiverse is at this moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like with with the Spider-Man movie where you saw all these beings on their way into that universe just because a spell went awry. Yeah. Um, who knows? Because the, the power that has been shown by these Egyptian gods does seem like it's on a, a level globally at a scale that could impact um, a lot that mm. maybe we haven't come across so far. Yeah. And we are in a world where there's, um, you know, giant beings from space that have now crashed down <laughs> onto Earth. I, 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 I don't know what timeline we're this, in exactly. Yeah, this is the, the, the hardest part of all of this going on right now is timeline. Yeah, because we still have no frame of reference. all this. Yeah. I don't know. This, yeah. Uh, maybe there is a hint, and I just haven't seen it. I haven't had the time to break down frame and by frame. to your point, you know, Loki having a part of all of this and Kang the Conqueror and the multiverse, this could be a completely different universe. Like this could be existing within a complete unit, different like where the Avengers never existed. I or thought I saw Loki in the mental hospital <laughs> when they showed. Yeah. Um, there was like a curtain in the back, and I thought I saw his horns. Oh wow! And maybe I did. I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but like I, th- I thought he was going to be sitting in there for some reason. Like he had no part. But 
as soon as they went into this white room, you're like, okay, well, now what? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect, and I was thinking, oh, my God, are they going to reveal somebody right now? So <laughs> I there's a lot. I still have a lot of questions. I think the biggest question on everyone's mind right now, and it's definitely the one that was on my mind at the end of this episode, too. Uh, well, episode four. Yeah. 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 Um, was uh, the third personality, the third persona. That's what because, I want to know. Yeah, because um, if you kind of look closely, and it's really fast. They do this really fast. So you almost have to like really be paying close attention. And thankfully I was, because I only saw the episode one time. But like uh, in episode three, yeah. you had that confrontation with the people he's trying to track Arthur down. And then like this other person takes over the body that's not Mark and not... Yeah, uh, and they were like Steven. talking to each other going, it wasn't me. And they're like, it wasn't me. That doesn't really come back around until they're in the hospital. Yeah. When they're in the hospital, they're like escaping or trying to escape and they see another Third sarcophagus that's moving, and honestly, but nothing happened. And kind of female too. That yeah. kind of threw me off for a moment, but. Yeah. I was like, why? Oh, so, like, it, yeah, I know. Like, both of them like. He just but got they rescued. Looked, You'd think Steven would be like, God, I yeah. could use some air. <laughs> but that's the funny thing about it, though, is if you look at Mark's expression when he looks at it, it's almost like he knows what's already behind that sarcophagus. Oh, he's like, so he's like, nope, out. let's not do this. <laughs> let's just get out of here. That's interesting. So I'm assuming that the third personality could be Jake Lockley. Right. And once again, going with the theme of what we've seen so far, Jake Lockley could be a completely different from Jake Lockley in the comics. Because if you really think about it, right? Yeah. If Jake Lockley is the third and he's behind the sarcophagus, why would Mark Spector not want to, like, that's, he's a taxi cab driver. What kind of power would he hold over Mark or Steven, you know? Like, so with what they've done so far with the Steven character and changing that up, if they're bringing Jake in, how much of Jake have they changed? Because, like, man, like, could Jake be, like, really dark and, like, really, like, crazy? Like, even crazier than what we've seen so far. If that's the case, then, wow. Like, but, man, props to Oscar Isaac so far. But if they bring in a third personality, this will be one of the craziest shows we've seen. His acting's been, I mean... Phenomenal. Like, I don't noticeably think about how great it is while i'm watching but then when you look back and he he has to play two different personalities and Mm -hmm. putting a lot of a lot of effort into this thing um yeah it's been it's been pretty crazy and i did really enjoy the third episode um yeah getting you know getting more into the lore and meeting the gods and kind of the the people that you know portray them Mm -hmm. uh, to us and it was just it was pretty interesting to see how they were going to implement that little round table and the effects it had on Kanshu. And now moving forward, you know, we get basically a powerless Mark with a crazy Steven who doesn't know what's going on that all of a sudden Steven in a way has the advantage because he's got the knowledge that will play the, like the Indiana Jones role. Yeah. And Mark is like, you know, talking from behind and, um, what, what did you think about the reveal of Mark and uh, Layla's Layla, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm losing my mind. Uh, Layla's father and, and how that went down. Uh, 
to be honest, I was kind of uh, feeling like you do in some of these scenes sometimes. Because, like, you know, no, 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 no. Oh, Just, okay. like, when you get, like, frustrated and you're like, why are you talking about this right now? Oh, like, get out of there. You're like, get out of there first and then talk about it. You know, like, don't, yeah, what are so you doing? It's so frustrating. Yeah. He's like, I'll tell you later. Like, they want to have these, like, dramatic moments in the middle of, like, Always. something that is so, like, crazy. Like, he literally just, like, rammed his fist down Alexander the Great's corpse throat to grab, like, the, 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 the uh, Amit statue yeah, thing yeah. or whatever. And it's, yeah, the Grammy. But, like. Steven doing it, too. Yeah. He's not used to all this gross stuff. Right. And, like, she knows that, like, Mark's probably not capable of coming out yet. You know what I mean? Like, it's still Steven. He's in control of the body right now. So, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this now? Like, And they're like, she's about to kill him, too. I I know, right. Wait a second. And then she kind of softened. Oh, but before we – let's talk about – so, you know me. There's not a lot of things in movies that, like, really make me, like, squeamish. Or like make me like, I think the the with this? bugs are like the, the the sure sign that I'm gonna be like you know like maybe get a chill, but there's usually nothing that like in in, in movies that I've seen okay. that like really like disturb me, you know what I mean? Like even this like crazy horror scene where like something happens like a head gets chopped off something like yeah, that, yeah. none of that really bothers me too much. But this scene in Moon Knight. I cringed so hard that I almost like jumped off my couch Which like uh, where the little like monster is oh, like chasing that, that. Layla down and she pulls his hand off but like he tries to stab her with his bone yeah, yeah. and it like hits the concrete and I was like no like that oh I, I feel good then because I was watching my TV was uh, a little bit dark there <laughs> you go I didn't see the bone pop oh so but mm. I did have, yeah, there, there's like some moments where I'm like, eh, because how did she out strength that dude? <laughs> like, oh, she out. She was holding her own. It was and, like mental. Well, I know, but he was like physically trying to stab her and she was able to hold him back. I'm like, okay, that's, that's <laughs> impressive. But that yeah. dude's like a little freaky yeah. ancient Egyptian, you know, he got strength. Protector. But, I mean, yeah, she, she ultimately used her, her wits and leverage. I suppose we'll give her that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he, he was... What that was, was oh. that? It went. I feel like that kid. Um, and why don't we? Why yeah. <laughs> we went from like, let's look around this area to find the tomb to, oh, we discovered this like horrible thing where they like disembowel people or something, and then all yeah. of a sudden these creatures start coming out. What do you know? Any, thing about that what, what was that i expected that i'll say that like i not from like not from like the comics or anything uh-huh. like that but purely because of uh so when i was a kid me and my sister really loved the tomb raider video games and then the movies came out and the yeah, very first no the very first movie they have a scene that's kind of similar to that where like they walk into this ancient ruin and there's these stone statues and then the stone statues start to break after yeah. a while and then they come to life yeah, so I wasn't like, like an Indiana Jones Tomb Raider kid, and, and gotcha. I know vaguely like what happens in those movies, and it was quite obvious that the person that was making these these episodes had 
yeah that's what i loved interest in that as a kid and yeah. have used some of the elements of it yeah so that's pretty cool that's what i i yeah i was really i was actually expecting more of them because i feel like yeah there's only like one or two there were two but like yeah they yeah well and it was cool because like she tried to escape and she was like oh my god there's only one path and it's this horrible death defying thing <laughs> and the dude is just like it's like a mcdonald's playground and he's just mm. like walking through the tubes like no you can just go right here right and you see his hand come out and it's pretty creepy yeah um what i'm very curious though when when dr ben carson as a kid came on the screen and it, it looked like yoda you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah teaching yeah, yeah. a young padawan in the swamp and you're you have no context other than he was falling into the water and then it zooms out into like this james bond o and yeah like a little little kid comes on the screen you're like what just happened mm-hmm. like did they tape over this is this VHS? I... <laughs> like, but it, it was vhs but yeah like in that moment i mean obviously it, it it's planned and everything and you know that but like what were you thinking like what did this just turn into i had a very good feeling i like i i can't even describe it like sometimes it's like the hair on your the back of your neck like stands up or something because it's like you kind of know and i as soon as that started to happen i was like we're about to pan out and be like somewhere that has no context to I this. Was not that good, dude. Because, I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. And then they said Dr. Stephen Grant. And I was like, oh my God, he's in the insane asylum. Because like I was already kind of envisioning nice. at some point in this series, like, because that's what I've wanted all along. I've wanted this all along where it would be some sort of thing where he's in an insane asylum and that for a moment, for just, even if it's a brief moment, the the viewers think oh my god this is all just a figment of his imag- imagination he's just an insane person yeah. and and i thought that this was this would really work on those who like haven't read moon knight like oh, oh, for yeah. people that haven't <laughs> read moon knight for people who have no context or anything like that to it like this would be it's insane forever. to watch i i dude they zoomed out and then there was the room of white everything and i'm yeah. like I wonder where they are. <laughs> yeah. I had no clues and in, like insane asylum, mental institution, whatever you want to call it. I, I was just like, I was just following the scene, just trying to pay attention, trying to see if there was clues or, yeah. or something going on. But I was also wondering, uh, I just may not know this and everybody else knows, but the movie that he's watching, is that something that he created during his time a- as a professional in that field? Or was that a figment of his imagination? Or do you think somebody uh, like Arthur created it based on the story that took place like what what was that i didn't really quite understand what it was um that's that's the thing that's really interesting because there's so many ways that you can look at it you can look at it as mark specter is insane and all of this is created all this is imagined which makes sense because he would definitely portray the psychiatrist as the person that's evil he would definitely portray yeah yeah all of those things he would portray the caretaker as his wife mm-hmm. because she actually is taking care of him she's silly she's messing around stuff like that um and he would see himself in something where he's not which is that VHS tape where Dr. Stephen Grant is like this explorer and this awesome dude like Indiana Jones yeah 
So all of that makes sense if you're looking at it from that angle. But if you're looking at it from the in the angle of he's not insane, mm-hmm. all of those could just be points of reference. All of those could be things that he's just like, oh, uh, this other personality is based off of this because right. that's what I need. Because if you look at the context of everything, Conchu is basically in control of everything. So, like, even the alternate personalities, he's in control of them. So it would totally make sense if Mark Spector sees a TV series or or movie and is like, oh, that's Dr. Stephen Grant, this Indiana Jones-type character. And his split personality is somebody who studies ancient ruins Mm -hmm. and decides, oh, his name's Stephen Grant. You know, it's almost like it's too on the nose for sure. Yeah. But, like makes sense well it's just the arthur character that came in at the end mm-hmm. was the thing that really like screwed me up because i was like there's so many different ways i could interpret this and there's almost too many he's just i mean the whole entire last five minutes was seeing egyptian things spread about all over the, the rooms i mean this is to your point earlier like if it's not his imagination, you would think we are in a world or a timeline where the Egyptian gods are like in control, like they're doing everything mm-hmm. because why would people in the insane asylum be coloring Egyptian gods over and over and over? Like, yeah. Or maybe this is a world where Amit has cast all the people that are going to kill into mental institutions yeah. and hidden them away because maybe he doesn't have the power to kill them, but he can judge them and take them away. Like, I think that's a good that, a that pads, man. last little snippet that you just said. I think that's actually a good way to look at it, too, if you want to, uh, because from if it's an, an imagined story that we've seen through episode one and three and half of episode four. It would make sense that Mark Spector is where he is because, yeah, when the scales were put on to the body of Mark Spector, like they were so far out of balance that there was nothing there. So it is almost like a purgatory type thing where it's like he's not bad enough to be bad, but not he's too crazy to be good. Jackson lyric (laughs) yeah yeah really but like so he's just kind of stuck in this er yeah purgatory yeah so what if all the people that are in there are former avatars that would make sense as well totally makes sense although those doors there were so many doors and each one seemed to lead to something but they weren't opening them which was really frustrating me because I wanted to see what was inside (laughs) each door yeah of course finally they like a door opens and there's this and there's the one weird creature that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, well that too. Well, that is the uh goddess of music. That's the avatar that he saw in episode 3 that was trying to help him. Okay. So, that's that's what that is. Gotcha. Yeah. She's I mean, just in that form. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a hippo. Threw me off. No way. That would look like a crocodile. Nah, it was a that, that it's was a green. hippo. I think it was like dark well, my TV color. was dark, so <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I was seeing weird colors. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see any bones popping out, so yeah. Oh man, I I am glad you didn't see that because yeah, well, that would have. Yeah. Was it yeah. a hippo? How do you even a standing up hippo? 
it would be really hard. Oh, it did have a weirdly shaped mouth. And it had a very odd shaped like belly. Oh, so I that's why I was thinking belly. like it's got to be like a hippo. Okay, I didn't see the belly. That would make more sense. It looked scaly and dark to me and that I just immediately. But to be honest, I only watched it once and it's only on screen for like two and a half seconds. And yeah, it was dark and I didn't know what I was watching. There's so. someone out there no, screaming so at us. There's someone out there screaming at us right oh, now. Like it's I, neither. I tell everybody, <laughs> don't judge me on my uh, knowledge because I'm literally yeah. in this like I'm a fan, true mm. fan. So I'm just learning as I go. And yeah, I watch scene by scene. I'm just like, what is that? What is that? That's why I have to watch it twice to really absorb it all because after one watch, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, what's next? And now we have, you know, five and six coming up, and I have, I'm so intrigued because I have absolutely no clue where this is going to end. I mean, maybe I do. Maybe I've already said it in this episode. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't be able to bet on, on any path. I, I just don't. I don't know for sure. Well, I think you have to look at the goals, right? Like where, what are their goals in the moment? Their goals are to free Conchu, right? right? That's like the big one. And the second one is to uh, prevent Arthur from uh, yeah getting to the, the like Amit, I guess. Yeah, so. from, from, from empowering Amit mm-hmm. to control this world. Yeah. And took free conchu and in a way to find uh, peace between them and conchu as well. Right. Um, which, as of now, is a, a split of conchu goes a separate way and they get their own lives back. But obviously, for our sake, <laughs> we hope that Moon Knight gets to go forward with, with some level of powers from conchu. I mean, that's yeah the hope. Um, but yeah, episode episode three kind of like lulled us into like a, okay here's the story of the gods and you know we're gonna you know show arthur off as still kind of this manipulative peaceful guy and then episode four is like no he's twisted mm-hmm. like he's he's crazy and what if he is like in control of this mind thing like that's dude that is so well, crazy it's not like what if he just tapped him on his brain with his, his <laughs> cane and said you're gonna live a hundred years in your brain in this next two minutes yeah jeez like, yeah how sick would that be that's insane but i think it's not too far off to assume that like you know there's much more going on inside mark's head than even we're even seeing because yeah, he's on top of everything that's going on. <clears throat> we get that in episode four. Like, he's also got that guilt hanging over him of being responsible for Layla's father dying. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if there's <laughs> if there's any other signs that can point to, like, him actually being insane and this all being a figment of his imagination, it's that. Because, like, he's on top of everything else. He's got immense guilt. And he's obviously, like, depressed, stressed out about it. Like, there's a lot, a lot going on that we're not even seeing. Yeah. So, that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the real craziness of everything that's going on and that we're seeing is that there's that much more. 
Like <laughs> the craziness of what we're seeing is that we're not even seeing a third of what we could be seeing. Right. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we're at the point of the series where it's time to start wondering about cameos, about you know stories that could progress further from this. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that kind of goes away from the traditional story arc of this series so far. So, is there anybody that you're starting to think is coming into more clarity? <laughs> I hate to use that word. Um, but is there something a storyline or a character or or a character or something of that ilk that you're starting to get a little bit of a tingle that you may be going towards that um yeah there's i mean there's stuff that i want to see for sure uh that i would love to see maybe not a cameo but like a teaser at the end of like um ghost rider i think that would be Uh, number one, if I was to pick like who my favorite Marvel character is from comics, it would probably be Ghost Rider. How did you feel about Nick Cage's movie? <laughs> there were parts of it that were redeemable. Yeah, <laughs> I I enjoyed watching it, but it, I also like. Yeah, but like it was just want eh. that to move forward. No, but I wouldn't mind. You know, if they're doing like multiverse stuff where it's like you know we see alternate versions of people, I wouldn't mind if they brought Nick Cage back for sure. like a cameo moment, for it. Yeah. But uh, I actually Somebody liked. I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy that played him in uh, uh, the Agents of Shield show, that well, was actually bring him back. that's he was pretty good. Um, but then again, it's also like I don't feel like they. I don't, Ghost Rider is one of those weird characters where it's almost impossible to do it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, but I, what I, what I'm getting at with it is the reason why I think it would be cool to bring in Ghost Rider now, or to like even remotely tease that you know they that it exists yeah. or could, is because think of the timeline in which Moon Knight ends. Episode six will be coming out around the same time Doctor Strange two is releasing, mm-hmm. and as much as we hate the name now, Mephisto could be involved in some form. Yeah, he's got so, puppeteers. Yeah, and and with the existence of Mephisto becomes the existence of Ghost Rider. So I feel Blade's like that it's way. yeah, Blade's already there. Um, well, I say already there. Like we, we it's yeah. They've got a well, like the in credit scene of Eternals and stuff like that. There's a lot of people that are like, "Oh, it's Blade," you know. So what is is Blade twenty three? I think the movie Blade. What isn't he announced? Oh, twenty twenty three. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I think, I think you're had, right. Like, I think not a push up, but like he actually yeah. is on the timeline, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. So that's cool. Mhm. But um, other stuff that I would like to see maybe. Uh, Madripoor again because it was brought up. I've seen a lot of that in these TV shows, so. So I would like, yeah, um, maybe some relic is left behind that points in another direction. You and know? I'm sure there's a lot of relics in Madripoor that were like sold and yeah, you know, black marketed all the way to the top over there. That um, agent, what's her name, Carter, is in possession of. Mm-hmm. Maybe some that are mystical. Right. Um, and, and I think this is probably just something that is on my own mind, like just 
not something that I'm predicting or like not something that I think should happen or whatever. How do the Egyptian gods feel about like the multiverse? Like that's the big thing that I, that's on my mind right now, because if you really think about it, what we saw in episode three with Khonshu turning back the sky, while that's not time travel, it kind of is by association. It breaks the laws of what yeah. supposed to be doing. And the two people, and this is why timeline is so important, and I think that this is why they have not announced anything as far as the timeline is concerned, is because there's two people that would have control over that that we know of. There's obviously way more that probably have some sort of control over it. Yeah, some manipulation. But two that we know is Doctor Strange and the TVA. Like, if something like that happened, they would be there. If the TVA even exists. Exactly. Anymore, or if it's just the Kang right. Association. Right. And on top of that, like, what's going on with Doctor Strange? Like, so that's why timeline is so important. Yeah, because, like, stuff like this happens and you're like, wait a minute. This is not... But you don't have any frame of reference. Right. So it's like, you know, Doctor Strange could be... Uh, he could be fighting with Spider-Man at the same time that this is going on, or he could be, you know, doing Stuck something else. Mirror world. Who yeah. Knows? Who knows? Fighting Gabagoo. What's the name? <laughs> um, Tony Soprano's addiction. <laughs> I I think the only thing that I can really point to with my knowledge of the MCU that would make sense to me is Kang being concerned with the Egyptian gods not knowing their role, seeing what Khonshu did, mm-hmm. and maybe stepping in for a moment and stripping them of their their powers and saying, I'll take it from here. Some sort of uh, instant like that where he just flexes his muscles. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I wouldn't be shocked, I guess, if we saw Kang's first appearance. Uh, at the end of this series. Now that would be cool. Now I'm not saying he'd play a, a role. I just with Quantumania is coming up in one year, so like they got him. I don't think he's gonna appear in Quantumania. I think he's going to be an established villain by then. So I think at some point here we're gonna have to see him. Yeah. And whether that's you know in the next couple episodes or Doctor Strange. Or um, I don't know if Loki two is planning on coming out before Quantumania, but whenever whenever he comes out, it's going to be very obviously very interesting, and his power level is going to give us the next measuring stick for, for sure. the foreseeable future. So I I think he's while it's probably more unlikely than anything you you mentioned, um, I think it's still possible that we could get a Kang appearance. I'm glad that you said that because I just now thought of something else. <laughs> cool. Um What has been the one thing that we've seen throughout every series? The one thing that is like guess. connected yes, okay. everything. It's not connected, but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. soft connection. Um, it's something that all of them have in common. Time of some sort. Uh although Winter Soldier kinda messes with that one. Loss. Nope. Definitely loss. Um I mean that yeah, that's something, Guilt. but it's not what I'm getting at. Um, it's not an emotion; it's okay. an actual physical thing. Physical thing. The stones being less 
important. <laughs> Am I getting closer or further away? <laughs> further away. <laughs> all right. Go Light, ahead, ice man. cold. Uh, all of them have introduced a young Avenger. Oh, that's so simple. Every single one of them <laughs> have introduced a young Avenger right, at some true. point. Who would be the one in this one? And this is where it kind of gets really crazy and weird. I'm ready. But if there's one that could, maybe Noah Var. Noah Var. Like he would be one because he's kind of like a, he's kind of like a Captain Marvel type character. So he's like super like kind of he's pretty powerful. Okay. Um, for me. How would, how do you think that would take place? Um, I think it would have to take place with him. They would have to. This is where I think it's kind of getting crazy is that they would really have to make some drastic alterations to the character to make it work, We've to make it, it fit. Uh, because I don't really think that he was that beloved of a character in the Young Avengers to begin with, but it's just like, man, every every show that we've seen so far has introduced one. And the only other two that I can think of at the moment that haven't been has been Iron Lad, who I think would probably pop up in, like... Loki season two or armor wars, uh, something like that. Or they might wait until Ant-Man to do that. And Hulkling, which very obviously would pop up in She-Hulk. It wouldn't be here. So who would be the other one to pop up? It's like, well, yeah, I I don't, (laughs) I I don't know. I'm just kind of like kind of, Thinking out loud, I guess, and like thinking about like, okay, all of them have introduced one. This is maybe this is just the one that doesn't do that. Maybe this is the one that just like, all right, could be breaks the code, I guess. We'll but see. yeah, we'll know. see. I'm just, I'm just so excited to see what the heck is going to go on in these last two episodes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's we're in a place where I just. Usually by episode four, we are like, okay, we see the finish line. Mm-hmm. Now we just know we have these hoops to go through, and there's going to be a couple surprises along the way. We just started the race <laughs> with, <laughs> with Moon Knight. Like, we finished like right before the hundred yard, or we were running a mile, and and right before the finish, they were like, somebody snapped, and all of a sudden we teleported to a swimming pool, and they're like, okay go and you're like wait what are we doing what's the race you know how do we win uh where's the finish line like we don't know any of these things now and i guess what are the what are the chances that we're out of this imagination mental institution by episode six and the finale finishes in person like i don't know yeah i'm really not sure where they go with this this is the hardest series to predict I really truly feel yeah, like we've done that. good so far, like, and this one is like uh, WandaVision. We were a little thrown off, but like it was the first one. That was too, the first though. one. We didn't know what we were getting into. Yeah, <laughs> so we well, didn't we even got some of the main stuff right. Yeah, for sure. This and, one, it's like, and also I think with WandaVision, we were ex- expecting it to be bigger. <laughs> yeah, like we were expect sure. like in in that sense, it's not to like it's not a stab at WandaVision. I think no. uh, so far it's like the second best show to Loki well, so far. I mean, just the series itself was amazing, and it yeah. did so many different things to set up right. a lot. And we got the Scarlet Witch. Like there's all kinds of cool stuff. But when you say that, we were thinking like cameo oh, yeah um, we were thinking like x-men like at least i was i was thinking yeah like maybe we didn't X-Men. know where it was going but that yeah. was what our hopes but then 
simultaneously it sets up the two of the most powerful beings in the MCU to kind of face off in a future movie. And yeah. it sets up a separate storyline with a new vision. I mean, there's all kinds of, I mean, it brought vision back to life. It's yeah. significant for sure. So, Very. Uh, but then, yeah, we got like Loki and, and it was like, Oh, <laughs> this is what they can do with these series. Yeah. This is going to affect. Cause I think for a while we were like, maybe it just will be its own place. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, no, it'll affect the movies. And then it's like, oh, it will affect literally everything we've ever known in the MCU before. Okay. Right. Well, now we have a different. And then we got Falcon and Winter Soldier where it's like, oh, we're going to tackle social awareness, <laughs> economics. And, yeah. You yeah. Know, uh, standing of, of the real world of life. It's like the Incredibles. You know? Yeah, I know. You think you're getting into a movie about a family that used to be super and now has to live uh, modestly. And then, you know, by the end of it, they're fighting, you know, superpower uh superpower to people again so now now we're at this show and you're just like okay what do you got yeah and and hawkeye was like very based like very like yeah, you know like it was fun it was like watching a short yeah you know and so like this one like it's just there i don't even know how to even like frame this thing i wouldn't know if it's like was like should i watch moon knight and i'd be like yeah they'd be like what's it about i'd be like I don't know. I don't know. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. What are you supposed to You tell me. Like you no, watch it and me. tell me. Yeah. So I don't know, man. But no, I I think that this is um Yeah, I, I know I'm biased because I really love Moon Knight, but I this is the best show to me. It, even with Loki doing what it does for the Marvel universe. Right. Well we'll see. You know, I, I got think two this episodes left, so true. It needs to finish strong because Loki was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will too. I definitely see it. And I think maybe in a way some of these shows could take a little bit from Loki where like the last episode was so pronounced in its storytelling and dialogue and scene setting and impact on moving forward. And it was just fantastic. I mean, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier, we get this massive fights and talking on the news and like there's all kinds of crazy things going on in WandaVision there's a lot of spectacle this huge fight and almost everything so far has felt rushed in, in or episode 6 same thing with Hawkeye it was big fight big city except for Loki where they took their time and it was deliberate yeah. um, and we learned and it made sense of everything we had been confused about prior to that mm -hmm. so I hope that the the major action that we get will actually be some sort of escape, you know, chase stuff in this um, mental institution. And then we get a lot of storytelling in the finale, which is kind of a reverse of the traditional, you know, arc of, of movies, even though Avengers Endgame, which is probably the, sta the standard bearer of Marvel, didn't have action in its last, like, 45 minutes, you know? Yeah. It was all storytelling. Um, the fight was about two hours, like 20 minutes in or something. Right. Um, or, or two hours in, but I was, think it was a long movie. <laughs> yeah. I think too, as far as episode five and six go, I think in, in a weird way, sometimes to tell a story, you kind of have to go backwards first and out there. they haven't, um, they haven't really gone they've they've talked about it but they really haven't gone into those scenes and that's what we've needed we, we I, like for me personally i want to see the scene where 
Mark is a mercenary at the edge of death and Khonshu comes to him, saves him. Then he becomes the avatar. Um, you know, I like, those are the things that I want to, that, that I want to see. And maybe we get something similar to that when he escapes this insane asylum mm-hmm. where like they free Khonshu and then like you see Steven and Mark as two entities and Khonshu merges them together into one. And that's where it happens. Like Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> like he becomes the White Ranger. Well, I did appreciate basically. that. It seemed like they killed Mark and mm-hmm. you're kind of like, like three quarters of the way through episode four. Like, yeah, what has happened? Right. You know? And then it brings you to that, that VHS and you're just, I don't know. I, I And that's like I, a good I way of, it. yeah. That, it softens the moment where you're like, yeah, I swear to God, that do look like Ben Carson. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was like a spitting image of like a young Ben Carson. Um, and yeah, for a moment you go, well, what's going on here? And you just forget that like your main character just got shot twice. In, in a right. Heart right. And, and died. And that's the beauty of that scene too. Is like, you can almost look at it like taking the insane asylum scenes apart. He shoots Mark twice. And as he's falling, dying, it's almost like the two personalities have now, separated which is why we get those scenes of both of them in different bodies and being their own person i think that's kind of cool yeah and they've really third, done this well if that third sarcophagus wasn't the third personality um then maybe the third personality is still in the body that is human back at the yeah the pyramid yeah i mean there's i don't know there's so much I'm like just excited that's the other question yeah what is she doing you know like is she does she have doesn't she have the Amit in her hands? She should, yes. So, I mean, she's just got to escape at that point. <laughs> she literally just saw Mark die. Yeah, so to her, you know, but like, yeah, this is this is going to be it's crazy. It, it's And I'm so excited. I want episode five to be on like tomorrow. Yeah, you episode know? five is always the episode that goes bonkers. So I'm I'm crazy excited to experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not far away; just a few days away. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we want to hear your thoughts. Um, if you have any ideas, any any reactions, or anything like that, let us know. Um, we are here to kind of be a a voice for ourselves, but also want to respond to anything that you guys feel like you want to discuss. Uh, we will have Doctor Strange coming out before too long. That's really exciting. Um, these movies are, are getting bigger and better, so hopefully this one stands the raised expectations that all these other movies have created. And Spider-Man's finally on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody gets DVDs anymore. I don't know yeah, people do. People do. <clears throat> Dude, I used to collect so many DVDs. Yeah, me too. And then it's like... Blu-rays. All growing up, you collect these movies, you're like, look at my movie collection. And then you, you know go, what? What a waste. No, 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 no. I'll add to this, though. Because this is important. Yeah. Because my my thing is, and, and a friend of mine told me this a long time ago, if you really love a movie, buy it. Because even if it's on a streaming service, it can be taken off that streaming service like tomorrow. You never know. Like, how often has that happened where there's been like a, like Seinfeld, right? Seinfeld was on Hulu for the longest time and then they just abruptly changed and put it on Netflix. Oh, so true. like, you know. I feel it, like it's so hard so, to move them around. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I, I'm physical copies. Just, it's nice. It's just like 
Yes, it is nice. At some point, you're like, I don't have any space. <laughs> That's true. Send this stuff, and it just sits in a chamber, and then you see that. It's like a relic. What really hurts <laughs> is that you you look at all your movies and you think about how much money you spent on it, and then you look at a pawn shop and they're like one dollar for oh yeah know, all these movies that right. you paid twenty five bucks for and it's prime right. yeah. or seven or ten or whatever they're all one buck. True. So yeah, like the expensive ones are like two or three bucks. <laughs> um, yeah. So we uh we would love to hear from you guys and enjoy episode five. That will be coming up very soon, obviously. And then the finale is right around the corner. So we appreciate you guys listening. If you made it this far and enjoy our, our rambling, if you could leave <laughs> a like and a subscribe and rating for us, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, you guys enjoy your week. Peace. Peace.